Welcome everyone to another episode of the Definitive Crusades. Um, at time of recording, it is spooky Halloween, which has a little bit of a, a theme for today's comics. Um, also, since last time, I'm a little bit older. I'm sure the guys will enjoy hearing that. Um, yes, I have had a birthday, so um, I am now the poultry age of, well, I'm not going to tell you. All right. Joining me this time around, we have, as always... Matthew and Freya. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I like, nice I like mask. Chris. Thank, thank you, thank you. All oh, right, his. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I like your beard too. It's Thanks. a usual thing. <laughs> I definitely like your mask as well, Johnny. You know, it it, it covers up a lot. Well, well needed. <laughs> oh my god! And so it begins. Oh. And so it begins. <laughs> of course. All right. <laughs> Can you guys Fine. hear me all right? I have to speak really loud, otherwise I, I feel like I come out muffled. Uh, no, I can uh, hear you just fine. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. I'll move my mic a little bit closer. I will find a new <laughs> somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's dive straight into the uh, let's dive straight into the books. First up, um, because it is Halloween, and I've gone and lost it. Where is it at? There it is. Two seconds. There it is. Um, we are going with, um, due to its popular video ness, mm. I assume, um, that spawned not one but two uh, movies. We're going with um, Batman The Long Halloween Special. So, for those that don't know, this is actually the third sequel to Batman The Long Halloween. Um, so, written by Jeff. Jeff Loeb, art by Tim Sale, colours by Brennan Wagner, and letters by Richard Starkings. So, um, did you guys get to see the movie? I did not. No. Great conversation start there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in all fairness, we didn't choose this. Josh. No, did. you're right. Yeah, and Josh oh, isn't even here. Josh again. isn't even here. <laughs> right, okay. So, as always, if you miss a show, for whatever reason, then your pick next time will be picked for you. Yeah. Joshua, Joshua, I hope it was worth it, my friend. I hope it was all worth it. <laughs> oh, I can't do oh. it. I'm pretty sure you can. All right. Okay. So I'll start this one off, I guess, because you know Josh's name. So we'll start with this one. I've got to say right from the bat that I absolutely love Tim Sale. I think his art is great. However, this time around, I think it's lacking something i don't know mm. if it's a little bit too character heavy um and as a result i think this book suffers from uh grandiose symptoms uh, and this this double spread straight away is kind of um what i mean by this this book reads for me like poster art mm -hmm. yeah huge huge big panels you know what i mean bats is there of course um it's just i don't know we used it might be it might be i'm just used to nine panels now thanks dc uh but there doesn't seem to be a lot of new ones to this it's very much blah it's in your face which i expected a little bit more i think from tim sale because as i said I, I absolutely adore his work um story-wise had a dense back and i really don't think that adds much to this at all this the, the long halloween 
era stories don't get extended by much for this. Should this have been two two booker? You know, let's put some more stuff in there. Let's fill it out a little bit more because that was the thing with the long Halloween. It was long. This is right. like short, like fifty pages. It's one the, book, and because the panels are so big, you don't even feel like you get fifty pages. You know. Um, there is a bit with Batgirl in there, and of course, Batgirl is still older than than Robin, mm-hmm. um, which brings up a couple of questions for me. As much as I like Batgirl, is that um, how much older than Robin is she? Because she feels like that costume quite well. And she's supposed to be a kid, so that's a little bit wrong. And also, if Barb was wearing a Batgirl costume for Halloween, how when Batgirl shows up years later does Jimbo not realise it's her? It's like he is the worst cop. He is like lo- he's like the lowest layer of cops. Well, he also kind of is a winning father of the year because he's asking Batman if his daughter can go trick or treating with Robin. Robin, like, uh, yeah, let's let my daughter hang out with the vigilante. That's a that's a play date in the house, isn't it? As far as we can see, Gordon doesn't have many friends, so well. Still, Barbara should have friends. She's not her dad. Uh, for everyone's yeah, well, there we, go. there we go. That's what we're talking about. That girl, there we mm-hmm. go. Um, yeah, why cool. does she have a test if she's a child who's trigger treating? Yeah, so for me, I don't know. It's it seems like this book should be a good idea, but when you look back at both the original, The Long Halloween, Dark Victory, and then Catwoman when in Rome, those books are far superior to this. This is just, it feels like it's being slapped together to go to write the coattails of a, of a DVD or Blu ray. I'm a little bit disappointed in that. Cool. Um, Freya. Oh. Um... Ghouls first, of course, you know, with your witchy thing going on. Honestly, <laughs> I think this was the worst book we had to read. Um... Whoa, that's. Just throwing that. Look... Not necessarily because of the story. Um mostly it's the art that really bothers me like go to the cover go 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 all the way back to the beginning go all the way back broken neck batman mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> your neck can't go that way um and then it's just progressively it can, just not very well it can if you're not alive like your neck's not supposed to do that <laughs> it's like very it's halloween Head spinning uh, around on Halloween. I know, but it's bad. <laughs> and they just go through, and like the faces are terrible. And it's just, I did not like, like Bruce's face is awful. Don't get me started on two faces, whatever the crap's going on with his face. It's just, and then the same issues with that you said, it's kind of the panels. Um, it's just, they're, they seem bulky now. But I think because of the, like you said, because of the nine panel fad that we got kind of used to that. And now we're going back to normalcy and everything just seems too big, I guess. I don't know. And I think, I think there's got to be something in the pound to make it worth the while. I mean, yeah. this page, for example, you've got a really nice skyline going on. You've got some interesting stuff going on here. Well, look at this bottom one here. What the hell? You've got half a clock tower, if, if that. And yellow just, and red. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all you got. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, shouldn't I mean when you look, when you look from this angle, you can see all this the city around them. 
and you look from this angle, there's one building. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like that scene in Batman Begins at the end where they talk about rebuilding the manor and they're walking around and all you can see is grass everywhere. And you're thinking, isn't Wayne Manor supposed to be near a city? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Where'd Gotham right, go? Yeah. yeah, no skyline. <laughs> oh, my favorite panel of Bruce is, um, what, what page is it? 15? Page 15. 15? Mm-hmm. With his face. Stupid freaking face. That's also a great picture. She very mm-hmm. much reminds me of, um, what's that artist? A different artist. But yeah, that not her. But yeah, her face. Sorry, I keep jumping. You do. Her, her face looks a lot like um, a character that I saw on some shirts at Hot Topic back when I was in high school. Um, what was it? Emily the Strange? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. But um, anyway, while I look that up, also Batman's face on the next page. Like, what the crap happened to him? <laughs> also, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frankenstein monster over here. Yeah, I know. His face is just so bad. And I know it's a style thing, but oh my gosh. He doesn't look like, you know, Bruce Wayne would look like. He looks like a thug from like, from an old school comic, you know, with like the blocky jaw and Mm -hmm. stuff. He doesn't look like a guy that women would be swooning over, you know. (laughs) He he looks like Frankenstein monster to me. Yeah, he's too rectangular. If that's the right word he, he just yeah. he looks like his face has been flattened into a rectangle mm-hmm. and then alfred poor alfred looks like you know those balloons you don't blow up quite right and then they have like <laughs> the <lock. laughs> and he just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then robin looks just oh god i don't know right. what was going on mm. it's just i think some, i think sometimes artists have a trouble sort of like drawing like robin that size as as opposed to like the the larger size um Mm -hmm. they go one of two ways i think you know it depends who you contrast him with if you have for example you don't know so much in the robin book with tim drake because he's surrounded by his peers he doesn't have a lot of adults to hang out with yeah but when you see robin in batman it's always you know the batman's the main character so that's kind of where I go from there. All right, the colors look great, though. So whoever, yeah, whoever yes. that phrase. Good job, colorist. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, good job, colorist. Uh, Matthew, what did you think of the long Halloween? Um, kind of a lot of the same opinions of Freya. Uh, just the artwork really threw me off. The one that we saw about with uh, Gilda, that one frame, uh, she looked like a cross between Coraline and Said the Sloth. Ah, oh, yeah, I can see that. And so it just a lot of the things and a lot of the the uh, uh, frames where we saw Two Face, such as here, it doesn't look like flesh. It looked a lot more like stone in his face from how bulky it was. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. It just what the flyaway things are supposed to be like. The things are just poking out of his face. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. Peeled it's, skin. Is it supposed to be peeled skin? Well, that's what I assume it was. Don't know I don't if it, know. Is. it looks like worms coming out of his face, but I don't know. Well, it's he weird. has been hanging out. Has been hanging out in the, the uh, sewers with uh, his best pal. <laughs> right, right, right. Solomon Grundy. Uh, who knows what um, 
Yeah, Solomon Grundy got shafted on this a bit, you know. Well, he's going to come back. It's not a big deal. I, I know he. I know he is. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, you know, <sighs> yada yada yada. But yeah. <laughs> the... I can't, can't believe Fred just yawned at Solomon Grundy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. I, I can only see out. I can only see out of this one right now because this eye keeps fogging up really bad. So like this oh, half no. of the screen is just missed. <laughs> so I'm having to like, turn and. We said the left side. So. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of the artwork with like the calendar men they just seem really weird like the one when uh he shows up at uh the house yeah he looked like a peanuts artist drew him <laughs> like he's like he's a demented charlie brown of some kind yeah oh, okay so let me it's ask weird. you guys yeah. go on Fred. no i was just saying it was weird yeah I, I did I did enjoy it like from the from the aspect that it is a comic book and you know it is a story uh, that is being told I I did read it was like oh, okay this is okay I would have given it like a five out of ten on on the scale because it it wasn't like so bad that I didn't enjoy it I did relatively enjoy what was going on and the story the fact that you know uh, day. Uh, Julian Day is like trying to establish his place because he feels like he's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so let me ask you a quick question then: the pair of yours. Did you like the original? Do you yeah. like the original Long Halloween? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how then do you feel this is dramatically different, or is it not, or is it just more of the same? Do you think it's just haphazard or? I, I don't think that dramatically is a word. Dramatically, though. Uh, dramatically is my word. I, <laughs> create, I created the word dramatically. Uh, it's my word and I use it. I own it. That's the way it is. Okay, okay. Modern Shakespeare over here making up words. Um, <laughs> I it's do called, like. It's called the English language, remember? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we make crap up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do say I like the dense story in the old one better. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It just seemed, I don't know, maybe it's because there was more books and it just seemed more fleshed out. Um, also, this one just kind of, I don't know, Robert, Robin and freaking Batgirl trick-or-treating is weird. I don't know. Because it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I. It, it's Batman. Come on. He's you're really mm -hmm. going to go in the bat suit and go, let's go trick or treating. I just, you know, killed some people. But <laughs> what? Batman doesn't kill people. What he only rearranges sure. their bones. Oh, he yeah. Rearranges he rearranges their what, bones. What was it? <laughs> he puts them to sleep permanently. Right. <laughs> They're just napping permanently. The, the college humor skit. <laughs> yeah. They're sleeping. <laughs> so, this is a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah i'm not talking yeah i'm not going down that line all right so <laughs> so there you go a bit of a mixed bit of a mixed mixed bag i think i think for this one fans i think fans of the original book will probably lap it up and love it and think it's fantastic uh people who were a little more avant-garde might think it's like such a i a, a different slice i suppose of of bat life which is surprising considering how much bat we've got going on right now me i'm kind of I'm kind of bummed to the point where I'm thinking, why did they even bother? But that's because that's the movie, and they always have to make a comic to coincide with a 
TV show and a movie because they can't just, you know, can't finish any plot points in the movie. Oh, no, we got to, you know, do weird things for the comic books and do backgrounds for the comic books. And they have to do all this stupid crap and no one gives a shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so, I'm so angry right now. Um, um, it's <laughs> coming unhinged. I don't know. Uh, Some, somebody give Frey some candy quick. Oh, I have some. Don't worry. I, I literally have bags of candy that my roommate brought home. He was like, "Here you go," and it's like like well, fourteen things of Hershey's. I'm like, nice. Well, it's my sister's oh, birthday, um, so we have cake. <laughs> well, happy birthday! Yeah, I feel bad for my dad because he can't really eat anything. But oh. yeah, he had surgery last last time, like what two weeks ago? Oof, yeah, yeah. So that's why I wasn't here. Sorry, guys. Cool. No, no, it's all right. No, no, no. It's because it was such a, a valid reason and a great reason, and you know, much love to your to your dad. Yeah. Um, we're not picking a book for you. Oh, thank right. you. This time. <laughs> hey, I'm time. usually very punctual and actually show up. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to say anything about that little miss hey. late today, but hey, that's fine. All right. So the next book, the next book. <laughs> Who picked this? It is. Um, um, where's it? It is task. Oh, I've got to share the screen and then close it down like a nice <laughs> You're showing your age. <laughs> yeah, what a mood I am. All right, so this, this, one so this will me. be. So this is Task Force Z, or for you uh, Americanized people, it's Task Force Z. Z. Um, so I'll go through the stats. It's written by Matthew Rosenberg, who oh. you may remember writing Uncanny X-Men for uh, Migraine before. Jonathan Hick all went House of X, or Jonathan Hickman, I should say. Art by Eddie Barrows, who you might have seen on other oh, things. It's totally gone out of my head, but it was the 12 issue maxi series um, set in an alternate Freedom Fighters. There you go, it came back to me. Inks by Eva Ferreira, um, colors by Adriana Lucas, and letters by Rob Lee. All I've got to say is somebody, somebody snuck a red hood book in this i can't believe somebody would stoop to such level that they would try and succeed in sliding a red hood book in matthew i'm imagining this must be your choice no actually that's what surprised me the most is that it was i did not pick this one hey i just beat you to it i feel like <laughs> Son of a, you're supposed to be on my side you hate hey. the red hood you hey, there wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I right. I blindly picked this. I didn't even know Red Hood was in it until I read He's it. He's on the bloody cover. <laughs> I didn't look at the cover. <laughs> I just saw the name with that one. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yes. Yes. Right. Pick, okay. I had just finished reading it, and I was like, you know, I think I, I think I'll stay away from the Red Hood this time. I'll, I'll go with something else. And then I was like, Task Force I was like, yes, Red Hood in. <laughs> Yeah. So, Freya, this was <laughs> this was your choice. Yes, it was for some um, god awful reason. Hey. So um, you can uh, you can start us off on this one before we get all the red hood love from Matthew. Okay, so I actually did not hate this book. I actually enjoyed it. Um, You've changed. You've changed. I know. I took a week <laughs> off and I came back a completely different person. <laughs> What I, what I like about this book so much is that it's got a cover for itself in the book. That, mm -hmm. That's where we limited the market on that one. Well done. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. It's just Make sure beautiful. to check out Task Force Z. Okay. The Task Force Z. 
Yeah, good job, uh, editors. I'm blaming you. Um, so I actually like the cover a lot, but I'm into like the whole dark monstery things. I don't know why Red Hood's in here besides they've got to shove a bat family member into every task force somehow. Um, I don't know why. Also, did I miss something? When did Bane become a zombie? I this, think this that's was, this and, is part. Of, this is part of the jo the joint. This for the for those that are keeping scores a twelve issue maxi series. So I'm mm -hmm. sure down the line we will get to know why people turn into zombies. Yeah, we actually, and mm -hmm. we actually saw a kind of like a preview to this in a previous episode where I discussed a Red Hood book, and it took it ended with uh, Red Hood being put in charge of a team. That alluded oh, to them being yeah. dead. This was on a previous episode, which oh, is why I was right. excited. Yeah. yeah, you did say that. So yeah, I hear Red Hood and I stopped listening. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm also I thought Man Bat was on uh Justice League Dark, but I guess he's a zombie now too. Anyway, mm -hmm. um I do like seeing these dark characters. This is kind of like the Justice League Dark type of situation I wanted. I wanted like actual darkness. <laughs> um, but like I said, I don't know why Red Hood's part of it. Um, the fight with Polka Dot Man was interesting. Um, Gotham Knight was interesting. I actually enjoyed this. I like the art style. Um, it fit with the theme, I think. Um, and yeah, I actually quite enjoyed this. Um, there is some art stuff um, here and there that I didn't like, but it was so... Also, what the crap happened to Jason? Why does he look like a freaking mutant going on on his? Did he get acid or something? Uh, I haven't been following him. Yeah. Uh, so part of it was uh, <laughs> he came into contact with uh, this virus that, when 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 exposed to dead tissue, can bring them back to life, but when exposed to living tissue, causes it to decay rapidly. Oh, okay. So okay. Like um, anti-Lazarus. Anti-Lazarus. Although Lazarus is mentioned in this as well. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Um, oh, this art thing. Whoa, that was weird. Um, on page nine or ten, uh, when he's talking to Miss Redhead Granny Lady, mm -hmm. um, I I like it, but I hate it. The the shadowing of the faces mm -hmm. um, when they do like the close-ups. I. I hate it because there's no freaking reason why they would be in shadow like that um, because of the, the lighting and everything. It doesn't make any freaking sense. And I get that they probably just didn't want to do a close-up of the face um, and they have to draw it. So I guess <laughs> I understand that's why they did it, but I still hate it. Also, I hate this redhead character. Like, she is, like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah but you've, you've, you've met her for one patient already. Yeah, guess what? First impressions do a lot, and she's a mm -hmm. bitch in her first impressions. So I don't like her, and I hope she dies. <laughs> I think I hope she lives because anyone that's bitchy towards Jason Todd's a, a hero in my book. Oh. Yeah, but if she, but she's probably like that to everyone, and I just <sighs> she acts like an old woman, which makes me think that she secretly is an old woman, and she's possessing somebody's body. Because we have zombies, why not ghosts? You know, like. Dead, dead man, or mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah dead man, yeah, cool. Who is yeah. part of Justice League Dark? Yeah, well, that that book kind of fell off my radar. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it, 
I think it doesn't it doesn't help for all the Justice League Dark fans out there that that it is the backup story for the Justice League book. So yeah. if you're kind of like your heroes a little bit dark and a little bit supernatural, being having to buy a straight up normal superhero book is probably not gonna be a good idea for you. Yeah. you know, I wanted should... monsters and demons and werewolves yeah. and vampires yeah. and all the supernatural stuff. I want freaking Cthulhu popping out, but no, we had to have a freaking boring another Justice League book. But you got to think with Wonder a, Woman. <laughs> the problem is, the problem is, is as much, and I like Justice League Dark as much as you, Freya. I like mm -hmm. the idea behind it. Is that um, the problem is it just doesn't sell, or else you know? It, I mean, it had it had a run before in the New Fifty Two, and it came back as part of Rebirth, and mm -hmm. without without the Satanic mm -hmm. Constantine thing. The book just loses its impetus. It loses its drive forward. It just it just dies yeah. a death because you know what? There can only be so many like um, I suppose it's a problem with superhero books anyway. There can only there can only be so many earth shattering events that they go through. Yeah. Um, but and and some of the characters. I mean, Detective Chimp for Christ's sake. Yeah. Why the crap is Detective Chimp <laughs> part of the team? It didn't make any sense. And that's maybe just bring them back for Halloween. And like I said, do vampires and demons. I would, and like, don't, don't make it like earth shattering, but be yeah, like yeah. haunted house, like scary, you know, people going missing in this mansion or something. I, you know, I would it. buy the hell out of a Justice League Dark Black Label book. Yeah. yeah do that. Do, that's, do, that's what it should have. That's where it should be. Like, Justice like freaking, League Dark Black House of Mystery in there. Get some stuff going on. Like Get freaking some... uh, do a like house on a haunted hill type crap going down, yeah. you know? Yeah, cool. You know, or some saw shit. <laughs> right. So Matthew's been waiting patiently while we've digressed Sorry. and tried not to talk about Red Hood. So Matthew, uh, do you want to talk about Red Hood or not? Uh, yes, actually, I believe. Uh, so the the main things I wanted to say, I did kind of already uh, intervene and interject in here. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a follow-up to a previous book that we discussed on the channel. I can't recall which one. It would but... be Urban Legends. But there you go. Yep. And uh, at the end of that one, we see um, someone telling Jason, "Like, hey, I need you in charge of this team uh, because you're a dead man, anyways. So why not?" And and here we see it pick back up. Jason is in charge of this undead zombie team. Um, as far as the artwork goes, I loved the artwork. I thought it was just perfect. Uh, well, maybe not perfect. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. There was a couple things um, in there that kind of like what uh, uh, Frey said, the shading and everything. It's supposed to be a really light room, really well-lit room. <clears throat> and there's shadows. Eh. Yeah. Um, but we see, you know, Jason in charge of his team. They capture a guy, and then the Arkham Knight comes in, and they use this scare tactic of Arkham Knight threatening to eat um, Polka Dot Man or Quilt Man. I forget what he said. He he said his name in the beginning of the book. I think he said Polka Quilt Dot. Man. I think it's Polka Dot, yeah. Okay, well. Uh, whomever. <laughs> whomever. Uh, they give information, and then we see the undead team it's a little weird because Bane, it's like they have some, even though they're zombies, they still have some semblance of intelligence because they recognize Jason as the leader. 
as the strike team master and they actually converse which is weird for zombies yeah i think but that may be a side effect of like the lazarus pill that they've been taking yeah that's what i was gonna go with definitely Mm -hmm. and we see mr bloom mr bloom makes a reappearance uh as part of the team who is not dead yet um but i find it i found it quite laughable he's constantly telling telling everybody he's like maybe you should Tell them I'm not dead. Maybe you should tell them that I'm still alive. <laughs> just like, just a reminder, I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was kind of humorous. Uh, and so they raid this facility. Um, uh, Mr. Freeze is apparently there. They go through a fight, and it leaves off with um, Arkham Knight. You know, or Jason and everybody gets frozen because they break Mr. Freeze's suit. Everything gets frozen. And who they thought would, had already been defeated, Arkham Knight, crawls out of the snow and is now heading towards Jason, um, presumably to try and eat them. And another laughable point was Jason was like, all right, no killing. We try to keep everybody alive. And the very first thing anyone does when they get in there is just murder. Just so, murder. Yeah, they so, eat people. So, so it's obvious too. <laughs> yeah. So that's not really Jason Todd at all, then, is it? Really, because you know he's he's well, anyone anyone in the Bat family is gonna gonna smash someone's head in and kill them. As noticed in the three <laughs> Jokers, it's gonna be Jason Todd. Yeah, I don't know yes. why he adopted the Batman. You know, no killing. Yeah. Um, well, this this is during that trend where he promised Batman or promised Bruce uh, that he was in fact going to try to stay away from the no killing thing. Yeah, well, he technically mm. didn't kill anyone. The True. zombies did. True. It's like, you know, when you play a zombie game and you shoot the other person in the leg to, you know, oh, fend off shucks. the zombies. I didn't technically kill them. <laughs> the zombies did. Wouldn't so kill people, people do. And on that note, we'll take a quick break uh, for one of our ads. It's a new advert. Um, we are going over with our migraine colleagues. This is the No Prize Podcast. Hey. There you go, No Prize Podcast, the only place to go on the UCPN for all your Marvel news, including all the stuff that is on Disney Channel. I'm sure at some point they will be talking Eternals, so, you know, have a watch out with that. If you like a good PowerPoint, Lucas is your man on that. Um, All right, we're keeping up with the horror theme uh, with the next book. It is DC versus Vampires. Therefore, Matthew, this must be your choice, is it? This one was, in fact, my choice. This one All was right. my pick. Let me go through the creds, creds before we get into this then. So this is number one of 12. I So we've had two maxi series already. Uh, it's written by James Tinian IV, who, as we know, is leaving Batman. It also includes uh, Matthew Rosenberg of Task Force Z fame. Um, art, Colours is by Otto Schmidt. Who you will see in Catwoman Future State. Uh, letters are by Tom Napolitano. Um, 
All right, Matthew, take it away. This is your choice. All right, so I actually like this one better than Task Force Z. Uh, just strictly for one reason. One one panel made me change my opinion. But we start out with this guy. Uh, we have the orange text. He's talking. Uh, it's kind of like an inner monologue. His name ends up being Andrew Bennett, and he is, in fact, a vampire. Uh, we found out that he is being hunted uh, by who? We don't know yet. And then uh, someone bumps into him, knocks off his hat, and he spontaneously combusts. And everyone's like, oh, my God, why is he on fire? And Green Lantern's like, ha, ha, don't worry, guys. We've seen everybody spontaneously combust at least once in their life. Nothing to see here. And he saves them, brings them in. And we see him freak out. He's like, I need to speak to the Justice League. I need to speak to the Justice League. Something's happened. And Green Lantern tries to calm him down. We see Wonder Twin, uh, Zan, uh, walk in and be like, hey, what's going on? And um, Green Lantern informs him, he's in fact a vampire. Okay, what's going on? And Andrew Bennett starts telling him the story about how the queen, um, remind me your name again? I can't exactly see my panel. <laughs> To see to say your name. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Mary. Uh, yeah, Mary. If I try and expand, see this. What happens when I try and expand stuff? Uh, just Mary, like, Queen of Blood. Mary. Okay, Mary, Queen of Blood. Well, apparently she is an ex-lover, uh, but she is the queen of the vampires, and is the only thing keeping the vampires from attacking humankind. Well, it turns out she's dead. Um, well, all vampires technically. Yeah, she's an ash pile in the ground. Ah, right. yeah, she, she's like she's like like dead, dead, like super dead, <laughs> dead, dead. She's oh dead, dead. Uh, and so he's trying to find out who did this, and it leads him to the Legion of Doom uh, headout or hideout. And once he once he gets there, he realizes they're all dead too. Uh, they've been killed by vampires. And as he's trying to figure out what's going on, he finds Lex Luthor, who is still alive. And Lex Luthor's like, this is what happened. Some of us have been turned here. Take my take my blood and go to this address. And he's like, well, this is, I know what it is. Do it and make sure to kill me before you leave because they're just going to torture me. And he's like, okay, kills him, uh, heads out towards the Justice League. And we cut back to where he's talking about, talking to Green Lantern and Zan and, uh, this this is the part that I was talking about that changed my opinion of it. Um, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I love that artwork though. The red, the red background, the whole oh, yeah, red gorgeous. aesthetic. That was that was absolutely wonderful as far as artwork in my opinion. But he's talking with Red Lantern and Zan, and he's like, "They're here! Oh no!" And Green Lantern's like, "Ah, oh, shucks! I wish you hadn't said that." And um, Apparently, Green Lantern's been infected, or as he says, evolved. And um, he's like, well, I wish you hadn't brought Zan into this. I prefer my blood. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the exact quote. But anyways, he says, I prefer my blood a certain way, but this time I'll settle for a milkshake. And he, we see him take Zan and put him in a blender. Like that's when that's when I was like, oh, this is kind of like another comic book, another read to like, oh shit, this is real. It just it just made my brain like click. He he turned he turned the Wonder Twin into a blender or into a milkshake, and just oh, it was 
it was one of those gruesome moments that you're not expecting, especially from Green Lantern. Uh, yeah. And we find out after he speaks to Aquaman, he's like, oh, yeah, I was just getting rid of something that, you know, didn't sit well. And we cut over to uh, Batman in the Batcave talking with Alfred. Alfred explains to him, we had a visitor. Apparently, Andrew Bennett first stopped by Bruce Wayne's manor before going to the Justice League and was able to hand off a letter, which was the inner monologue that we saw or read earlier on in the comic book and the vial of blood saying Lex Luthor may have just saved the world. And that's where it ends. Wonderful read. Wonderful read for me. I was fully involved in it, especially after I hit that milkshake part. I was like, oh my God. And my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And my milkshake brings all the fires out. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. So it's it's a Whatever. I loved um, it. Yeah, okay, cool. Freya, what did you think? Because um, if, I, I remember, if I remember correctly, I don't think you were overly fond of Otto Schmidt on uh, on the Catwoman book. <laughs> no, I was not. Um, <laughs> so I know, I know what you're thinking. How does he remember all this stuff? Well, <laughs> it's that um, old brain. It's super wrinkly. <laughs> Extra wrinkles. Um. <laughs> I well, for one thing, I didn't know they had a, a freaking street in front of the just the Hall of Justice. I thought it had like a giant like mirror pool, but what do I know? Maybe they let people drive through it now. I it's just like him getting hit by a car was just kind of ridiculous. Um, also, I thought by the way he was talking and everything, I didn't know that was Hal Jordan. I thought it was like Guy Gardner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really? I was like. What? <laughs> Who is this? Which lantern is this? Uh, but it, it's just, I don't know. Also, the Wonder Twin, isn't he the one that can turn into water? Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't he just turn into water when he was in the blender? That's that's why that line was a little bit funny. Uh, when, <laughs> when he had the milkshake and he goes, mm, it's a bit watery. Uh, but, but he could have saved himself if he turned into water. Because he would have been liquid. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, if they were going to kill the Wonder Twin, they should have had the other Wonder Twin, the one that just turns into animals, because she wouldn't have been able to save herself. <laughs> or she could turn into an octopus, I guess. But yeah, um, I, uh, art style-wise, I, it kind of went, I'm trying to give it kind of more of a pass, because it's trying to be like that, like, old school kind of horror genre type of mm -hmm. vibe to it, especially when it gets into the red uh, panels. Um, I did like the cameo <laughs> from Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. oh, Legion of Doom headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like I am trying to give it a pass on the art or else I would just be like, I hate every single panel when it's red because his fingers, he turns into like penguin fingers on uh, page freaking 11 and it, it's just when he's reaching out with lex with the the um 11 or 12 i think next page when lex is attacking him with a a stake one of it like two of his fingers merge into one mm. uh, not that one maybe it's before oh, what page was it it's when lex like he's looking at a map 11 page 11 11 11 
Yeah, go back. Was it 11 or? Yeah, yeah, after after that one, after this one. It's after this one. There we go. He's reaching out towards Lex and his fingers kind of merge together mm. to like, you know, uh, the 90s Batman movie with Donnie or what's his name? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito has the penguin and he has like the flipper hand thing going on. <laughs> so, that's what flipper trick? <laughs> so yeah, it's just I tried to give it a pass because of what they were trying. Also, Lex Luthor's hands was a freaking mess, but um, <clears throat> because I know what they're trying to go for, so I'm like, uh, fine, I won't pick on you too much, but I'm still gonna pick on you because it's still stupid. <laughs> um, but like. I like the vampires. I didn't know that was Lex. He was kind of looking a bit, I don't know, snake-like. I don't. It's just weird. Uh, seeing vampire gorilla god is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. And then he kind of started looking like uh, freaking the shadow on page eighteen, where he's all wrapped up with the the um, shadow. Hat, the shadow <laughs> he looks exactly like the shadow. Come on, and it's awesome. I love the shadow. But um, yeah, I, it was I interesting. And I was like. With the whole reveal with Green Lantern, I was like, but how does, he was out in the sun, how does that work? And then they had this whole BS whatever thing. So I was like, I don't. I thought it was a good explanation. I know it was a good explanation, but it felt kind of like, did the rings always work on sunlight? Because I don't remember them working with sunlight before. I I think he can get his ring to do anything. It's the most powerful weapon in the universe, isn't it? <laughs> so if it can, if it can diffuse the. So it's like um, a freaking MacGuffin or something, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it it's is. A MacGuffin. But, but the the thing is, the ring can sort of like it makes sure the ultraviolet rays that hurt vampires don't get through. But it's the same. It's the same reason why green lanterns can fly in space. I guess it's exactly the same thing. But but since he's technically dead, shouldn't he be a black lantern holder now? Well. This is where I bespoke earlier. Vampires aren't dead; they're undead. I mm -hmm. I know they're undead, but so are zombies. Well, they're they're actually reanimated they, corpses, aren't they? They yeah. they they actually went through the well, death no, process. I know. I do not want to go through the if a zombie be, bites a vampire stuff. I know. I know. No, or if a vampire that. bites a zombie, yeah. does it turn? What if What if they vote by the werewolf? <laughs> Vampire would never be. Hey, we know never... what happens with that. We, if anyone's ever watched Underworld, you know what a vampire and a werewolf uh, hybrid looks like. Oh yeah, yeah. Hot, hot, hot and latex, right? Um, the, hot latex. Um, a vampire would never bite a zombie because there's no blood. There's no. Zombie. Yeah. So a vampire would never bite a zombie. Zombies are just dumbass creatures that'll bite anything. So, yeah, it's true. So um, also, um, what happens if they bite each other and nothing happens? And that's just kinky. Gross. <laughs> Necrophilia. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but I can't um, resist. Sorry. And any anyway, um, the whole like <laughs> this wasn't a movie, a vampire movie, and I can't remember. But the whole like they want to destroy all humans. I'm like, are vampires stupid? Because <laughs> aren't they their food source? Like humans aren't humans their food source? So why would you why would you kill them all? It'd be like. But People setting the planet on fire and killing all the animals all at once to be like, yes, this is a good idea. Well, that's what, that's what we're doing. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is a metaphor for for uh, environmentalists. Well, at least humans. Sorry, I'm not going to get into the environmentalist thing, but like, we have farms. We don't slaughter all of them. We have them reproduce. It's the same thing with like trees and stuff. We don't just 
well, except for some countries and some stupid people, but like where I'm from, they replant the trees and they do zoning and they chop down the trees in one specific zone and then they replant the trees. And then like 10 years later or whatever, by the time they get back to the original zone that they chopped down, the trees have grown back. They don't right. just burn all the tree, or like chop all the trees down and set everything on fire, which I know some countries do, but I'm not going to name names, but it's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Um, it's the same thing. It was in a movie too, where the, the humans were like the food source and they were dying out. And I'm like, okay, well, why are you killing them all? Why, why, why do you drain them until they die? Why don't you just drain a little bit? And then, you know, kind of like freaking it's like blood banks. We don't kill people donating blood. <laughs> They're still alive. It, it's just, it's a stupid premise in my mind, but gotta do the earth thing um at least the vampire is smart enough to go to batman and not just the straight up justice league but batman's probably already infected because who would be the first one to freaking get bit because he's out at night all the time uh, so it's gonna this is who it, this this is who it's gonna be it's gonna be green arrow and batman that's who it's gonna be yeah 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 get a uv light and just blast it across everything and kill it's them all. what we need more green arrow <laughs> And on that Yay! note, on that note, we shall jump onto our final book. Mm. Um, for the record, I quite enjoyed DC Vamp uh, versus too. Vampires. I like that Otto Schmidt, so I was I was kind of pleased with that, <laughs> definitely. Um, so our last book. <laughs> oh, why did I pick this? <laughs> yeah, you thought my pick was bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Why did I pick this? All mm. right, so we're going with this beauty of a book and it is green arrow and uh aquaman in yeah. target number one of seven uh let me find out who to blame for this it's written by brandon thomas art by ronan I'll, I'll say click here maybe uh colors ulysses Ariola, and letters by josh reed um so i'll give you the skinny on this um basically They've discovered time travel. They can go back in the past and bring back like living matter into the present. Uh, quicker than you can say, damn it, Barry, that causes some sort of problems in the time stream. Where it just so happens that the only two blonde characters, excluding Black Canary, in the DC universe, switch roles. That's right, everybody. Aquaman is now Green Arrow, and Green Arrow is now Aquaman. So this is basically a bad episode of a CW crossover. <laughs> there you go. Where yeah. they did exactly the same thing with a Flash and uh, Ollie Queen at the time. Um, I've got nothing good to say about this book. I honestly, uh, I like Green Arrow. I think Green Arrow is a good character. I wish to, I wish to do more Green Arrow stuff. Maybe there was dinosaurs in this. I don't give a rat's ass who's I, in this. I love fun. dinosaurs, man. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, Ross. I mean, that's why that's why I like you. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what was I going to say there? Yes. So, um, Green Arrow should have a black label book. That's that's it. He's got arrows. He should be going around killing people with the damn things. No pun, no boxing glove arrows. None of this. This book, I just, you know, why on earth? Why? What makes them think? What makes the powers at DC think that two characters who've had their books cancelled 
are gonna actually sell together when you in one book. What? That's like that's like that's like having the Miami Dolphins play the Detroit Lions and the, expecting someone to win the game. It's not. It's going to end in a nil-nil tie after overtime. All right. So, uh, my mind is just like I'm, my, my flabber is gasted on this one. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, Matthew, what do you think of this? Ten out of ten. Wonderful book. Best read ever. <laughs> Trainer, what did you think of this? <laughs> oh, I'm going first again? Okay. Well, oh, I, I went to Matthew and he went, he went, he went batshit crazy. Matthew, yeah. do, you to, do you want to actually talk about it? I'll give it a rundown. So as as we as we read through uh, and as Johnny so uh, lovely, lovingly stated, the roles of Aquaman oh. and Green Arrow get swapped. Uh, we do see some uh, promo for uh, Test Four Z in this. Hey, that's that's probably the best thing in the book. Yeah, hey. best art too. Uh, yeah. True. So basically, we start off with you know this satellite and this guy. He's like, "All right, we satellites down, team go," and that it's basically them figuring out time travel and so on and so forth. And then we jump over to Green Arrow uh, diving down into the water. He's heading down towards Atlantis, and he's going to try to confront Aquaman. They go through this interaction, this small little fight, and we find out that they've essentially swapped places. And even though even though Green Arrow is like, hey, I've been waiting for you. I don't want to fight. Or I, I say Green Arrow, but when it's it's uh, uh, Oliver, Oliver Queen is like, hey, I don't want to fight. Uh let's not fight let's figure out why we've fought places arthur's like shink 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 screw you i'm fighting i'm going to figure out why are you taking my place yada 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 he's like i don't know stop shooting me i'm trying to figure this out on my own and i didn't i, I didn't like it i didn't like that part you know because he quite explicitly stated before even fighting he's like i don't know what's going on since when and, do superheroes listen to each other when they get meet each other? It's like, I'll tell you what, I'll meet you at Burger King and they'll have a fight over what to have. <laughs> it's not Burger King, it's Bat Burger. Oh, <laughs> at least the Bat, Bat family can sit down at a burger joint and have a conversation with so each that, other. That brings up an interesting question. If you've got Bat Burger in, uh, in Gotham, does that mean you've got like a super sushi place in uh, Metropolis? Maybe. I think Superman would be more like KFC. So, so, you know, they'd have to have begin with that, surely, for the illustrative. I mean, it's super fried chicken. Super oh, fried chicken. there you go. Yeah, yeah super fried. Yeah. SFC. SFC. <laughs> but uh, basically, the, the majority of the book is them trying to figure out what's going on, and then it jumps back over to the guy doing time travel and as they're bringing him back a dinosaur happens to get into the the path and we find out that they they've they've essentially spliced genes together as we see in the very last panel of the book he is now a dinosaur man <clears throat> but the majority of the book is these two fighting when there doesn't even need to be this big fight scene it's called it's, padding yeah they're padding the book it's yeah. called it's called something else 
where I'm from. But yeah, I, I I like I like the dinosaurs. Legitimately, my favorite part. Yeah, Love dinosaurs. The not the mama. Not the mama. Do, do you remember that show? Or is that just me being old again? What? <laughs> Never mind. It is me being old again. Right. <laughs> Freya. Okay. Um... Dinosaurs. Time travel. People getting mixed up. Arguing for no reason. Man, that sounds like a TDC episode. It sounds like a CW show. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, it's, okay. The the truck the time thing whatever. I don't understand why he shot the freaking dinosaur. I would have kept that crap, but whatever. Because he obviously keeps them later. Um, or was he back in time? I think he was back in time. But why would you chill out with the dinosaurs? They'd eat yeah. you. Yeah. Um, the, the question is, if he's chilling out with the dinosaur, did he keep the dinosaur? And when did he get the almanac from Biff that would tell him what the future's going? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just this whole thing. Um, it, uh, first of all, why I'm I'm trying to figure out how Oliver Queen and freaking Aquaman get switched around? Because they're the um, only blonde people. It doesn't work if it's anybody else. Yeah, it's an art. Honestly, if it's if it's anybody else, there is no way that advert works. No way at all. And we've seen the advert in one of the other books that we looked at earlier. The advert is, of course, the cover. Now, if that's anybody else, that cover doesn't work. Granted, you'd, they... you'd see straight away that oh look, Aquaman's got black hair. It's obviously not. It's not obviously not Oliver um, Arthur Curry. You know, it's I just guess. lazy. It's lazy, lazy, lazy. I guess, but it's just. Uh, anyway, uh, they kind of did something like this before. Where was it? Superman switched with Bruce. I think they've done this before, but like, <clears throat> I agree. Why? Why? Why would you do these two characters if they can't even have their own solo books going? And I personally think the Aquaman would have a great. Uh, black label book if they did it kind of like Game of Thrones style type of we've, thing. We've said this, you and I have said this before. Yeah. We, got, I totally agree with that. I think politics, like, Game of Thrones. Poisoning people, stabbing them in the back, yeah. slitting their throats, you know, all for the power of the Atlantean throne. would be awesome. But be no. Really cool. they, could, they could bring Mara's home, home city country into it because I know they wanted to assassinate Arthur and do that whole situation. You know. Then you've got the the people that live down in the in the trench. Yeah. Like like dolphins people. Dolphins so, people, you know, they could do a lot with that, but no, you know, that would take too much. That it's just. Time. The, 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 <laughs> but I yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand, and this is probably a question for everyone to get get in on this. I don't understand why Neymar over at Migraine is so popular and such a key player in in their universe. And yeah, Aquaman's a running joke in DC. It's because he slept with Sue Storm. I did not see that coming. That's what he said. Uh, let's just be perfectly <laughs> honest. If he did not, you know, do the nasty with Sue and, you know, took her away from, if they didn't have that whole subplot going on with them, he would be just as much of a laughing stock as breaking Aquaman. Because the main problem with Aquaman most of the time is because he's a goody-goody. If he was out sleeping around with people or, you know, stealing people's wives or whatever, people would like him more, which is weird. It's <laughs> it's, it's actually more of like, it's 
be more adult and a lot of these characters will be more liked. Like Oliver you know, Queen. If Oliver Queen acted more like, you know, had more adult stuff going on, then he would like him. And people, Bruce Wayne is a freaking playboy who sleeps with pretty much everyone. So, like... <laughs> You, I, I don't think you're a million miles wrong from there, actually. If, I mean, no. you're absolutely. I mean, yeah, except with, Sue, with Sue Storm. Yeah, that's one thing. But Aquaman, um, Namor <laughs> has always been more of a uh, an anti-hero than yeah. an actual out-and-out hero. Um, whereas um, Arthur seems to be trying too hard to try and establish himself as as a hero for the world, but again the things that makes him interesting is in the justice league cartoon where he's sort like he's at odds with man's world that's yeah. when that's what that's where he's interesting when really? he's being all like oh let's go and help the justice league it's like boring he's just another clone yeah and, and really. the i i personally was it like uh, just was it justice league where he cuts off his own hand to save his child mm -hmm. that was yep. awesome i was like was ah, really cool this guy's so cool that he has the hook hand for the rest of the year it's why it's why black manta is one of my favorite villains is because he's so dark and like he he literally like killed arthur's wife and child in front of him like drowned his child in front of arthur like because it was dark it was dramatic and not was, many other villains have done something yeah. like that I, I and that's 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 a really cool and core piece to aquaman's story that we have not seen no i will say that it was peter david that cut off the hand first in the comics yeah. but but you're absolutely right that for a lot of people you know who don't read comics watching that come and lose a hand is pretty much a big thing. it was pretty awesome yeah and it just goes to show how much i don't like this book because we haven't been talking about it at all <laughs> there you go there you go all right oh, so there four mixed bag books uh for your halloween go and check them out um guys that's it we're done for another episode how cool was that? and that's a wrap yeah it's a wrap don't forget to check out the ucpm for all your favorite shows including matthew the jank thing take where we discuss magic the gathering and whether it be cards deck decks or even doing gameplay there you go keep an eye on the otp that's the original and still long lasting outside the panels we have a couple of new interviews coming up in the next week um and of course as everyone likes to have the ha-has at me we've got the old timers comic book show where the hosts aren't old the comics most certainly are <laughs> all right all right guys thanks very much had a blast mm -hmm. we have to keep an eye on what book we're going to pick for josh next oh, time yes, definitely yes, definitely definitely all right okay so as always this is johnny machine hughes adios bye bye, -bye.